0: From LPM,
1: Louisville Public Media.
0: Support for LPM podcasts comes from the Eye Care Institute and Butchertown Clinical Trials, where they strive for diversity, equity, and inclusion within their staff, patients, and clinical trial participants. To learn more, visit butchertown.clinic. Welcome to Kentucky Politics Distilled. I'm Ryland Barton with Kentucky Public Radio Capital reporter Divya Karthikeyan.
1: Island, so it's official now. There are more registered Republicans in Kentucky than there are Democrats. This was a long time coming.
0: Yeah, this has been on the horizon for a long time. The last big moment was in 2016 when the party took control of the state House of Representatives for the first time in almost a century. The GOP currently holds five out of six congressional seats, both U.S. Senate seats, 75 percent of the legislature and five of Kentucky's seven constitutional offices. Those are offices like attorney General. Secretary of State and Agriculture Commissioner.
1: And really, Republicans have been winning these elections for a long time, even though they technically were outnumbered by Democrats.
0: Yeah, and it really started when they began clinching federal elections. For instance, when Mitch McConnell won his U.S. Senate seat back in 1984. Back then, Democrats outnumbered Republicans by more than two to one. But over the years, even some of those Democrats were voting GOP. The state hasn't sent a Democrat to the Senate since 1992, hasn't voted Democratic in the presidential election since Bill Clinton in 1996.
1: But voters were still voting pretty Democratic at the state and local level until pretty recently.
0: Right. And the biggest example of that was the state legislature. Democrats had control of the state House of Representatives from 1921 all the way until 2016. And that was the first time in state history that both chambers of the legislature plus the governor's office were all controlled by Republicans.
1: And isn't it weird, though, that right now, after all of this change, Kentucky has a Democratic governor? He's the only Democratic statewide office holder right now besides the lieutenant governor.
0: Yeah, and the main factor for that is that Bashir won his race for governor against a really unpopular person, even among Republicans, former Governor Matt Bevan, who still only lost that race by about 5,000 votes. This is a big reason why Republicans think they have a good chance at winning back the governor's mansion next year. Also this week, 165 new laws that pass out of the legislature earlier this year took effect. Most bills that pass the state house take 90 days to become law, that is unless they have an emergency clause attached to them. What are some of those new policies we have to live with now?
1: Yeah, so there are a bunch of notable bills that have been hotly debated, and a lot of them are school-related. We have the charter schools bill. These are publicly funded but privately managed schools. They've been legal in Kentucky for the last five years, But the legislature never had a way to fund them until this year. Local officials would review charter applications in their districts. But in the bill that passed this year, lawmakers also mandated charters to be created in northern Kentucky and Louisville. Another major legislation was the transgender sports bill. Trans girls will no longer be allowed to play on girls' or women's sports teams. That applies to people as young as sixth grade, all the way through college. Similar laws have been struck down in other states. There's also the so-called Critical Race Theory Bill, which sets requirements for how teachers talk about race and U.S. history. There's also the so-called Critical Race Theory Bill, which sets requirements for how teachers talk about race and U.S. history. This bill also requires teachers to instruct from a list of speeches and documents, including Ronald Reagan's 1964 A Time for Choosing speech, where he rails against welfare programs.
0: Finally, this week, we got the first look at Kentucky's revenue numbers from the last year. It looks like Kentucky has a surplus of about $900 million. Now, lawmakers passed a big cut to the state income tax earlier this year that will eat up that surplus. But still, it's something that both the governor and legislators are celebrating. Who gets credit here?
1: So it's a combination of factors that we can owe this budget surplus to. The federal stimulus provided by the CARES Act and the American Rescue Plan pumped a lot of money into the state. Also, the economy didn't dip as much as experts predicted would happen during the coronavirus pandemic. When it comes down to it, the Republican legislature wrote really austere budgets during the coronavirus pandemic, not planning for a lot of growth. And yet revenues actually grew significantly, the largest jump in about 30 years.
0: All right, we'll leave it there. That's all the time we have for this week's edition of Kentucky Politics Distilled. Kentucky Politics Distilled is produced by Louisville Public Media. To support this work, visit wfpl.org slash support KPD. That's wfpl.org slash support KPD. Follow us on your podcast app to stay on top of the latest news from Frankfurt. You can read more of our statewide coverage at WFPL.org. Support comes from Vision Zero. On foot or behind the wheel, safety is a shared responsibility. And Vision Zero Louisville believes zero roadway fatalities is the only acceptable amount. Their mission is to create safe roads by design, engineering solutions, and education. More information at visionzerolouisville.org.